Hey everyone, you're listening to Little Bit of Life Podcast with Little. This podcast is dedicated to having the real, raw, and the occasional ridiculous chats about everything that we seem to think, but don't say. Very little is off limits. Sit back, enjoy, and let's get started. Today's podcast is sponsored by Just Strong. They are a new fitness apparel company that just came out in 2017, and they have launched and strive for a single ambition, to motivate those to embrace their strength through training and explore their hidden potential with confidence and without fear. And for our listeners, you can go to their website at juststrong.com and use the discount code TABNEW, N-E-W, 110. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining into today's podcast episode. We are kind of talking about a touchy subject that it just seems most want to ask these type of questions, but they're not really sure who to ask, where to start, and how to get advice. So today's topic is going to be dating after divorce. And I actually am not going to be solo on this podcast today. I have a guest. Please welcome my guest, Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm good. Yay. <laughs> Easy <Yay>. biscuit. <laughs> It's so good to have you on today's podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and just for your honesty and just your willingness to talk about this topic. This is kind of a topic that I feel a lot of people don't really know where to go, how to kind of navigate it. So I really appreciate you coming on because you're going to help so many people through this. I'm, I'm willing to help and willing to talk about anything and willing to talk to anybody about it, you know, because it's a hard thing to go through. Absolutely. Um, I'm always kind of asked this type of question and I think maybe I am kind of what's considered the unicorn of life. I'm 36. I've never been married. So I really am doing this podcast for the listeners that maybe are going through this or might be getting ready to go through a divorce or they're even in a separation. So uh, we're just going to dive right in. I got a couple of questions for you. Some of them are a little bit sensitive, but it's kind of what this podcast is all about. Um, What is life like after divorce for you? It's, uh, really hard. Um, I tell you, it's, it's hard to move on, uh, especially when you're on the receiving end of, you know, the divorce and, you know, it, it's just hard to grasp around life and then gather yourself, rebuild yourself and everything else. When you've known one thing for so long, such as I have, because I've been, you know, granted, I was married for 16 and a half years. And it's really, really hard to go through. But, and I'm still going through it. And I've been divorced since August of last year. So, I mean... So when so when you're dating after a divorce, because I feel like this is kind of the topic that seems to come up the most, um, moving on is always hard, whether you're in a relationship, a partnership, um, a marriage, uh, extremely difficult when you're in a marriage and there are children involved. When did you feel that you were ready to start dating again? Uh, I would have to say, well, I would have to say about, maybe three to six months I was I was kind of ready and that's when I knew that I was ready to move on I mean just get past 
But first, before you start dating, you got to actually, you know, like I said before, you got to rebuild yourself. You got to find yourself again. You got to build yourself up, you know, because when you go through something like that, it breaks you down mentally, physically, and emotion, you know, emotional and spiritually. So you don't find yourself attractive, you know, to anybody, even though somebody that sees you attractive, you know, you, it, it breaks you down, you know, and, and you, you know, you, you, you build, you, you, you spend so long, you know, trying to build this puzzle and then somebody rips it apart. It just rips you apart. It, it tears you, it tears you up. So now we kind of live in such a, an era or a generation, so to speak, where everything, and I talked about this on my last podcast with social media, everything is literally with technology at your fingertips. So when it comes to dating, especially there's so many dating apps that are out there, whether it's a free paid anything, you can literally probably go and swipe or click or whatever you want to call it and find someone of interest that you can at least talk to or communicate or message with within seconds. So in this kind of society, now that we are in um, and everything that's kind of been changing, like I said, with technology, how different is dating now versus when you dated in the past? Because I know you said you were married for many, many years. So how is dating now different from when you were dating? Well, I really never dated you know, to be honest with you, I, I really never dated. I, you know, I married my high school sweetheart. Um, so I really never knew what it was like, you know, dating before. And this is back in the early two thousands, you know, but dating now I find it, I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know, I, you know, cause I've never, I've never known anything like this, you know, um, you know, maybe it might be easy, but it's hard too, because it's hard to find the one that you want, you know, because you, you don't want to find the one that you want, you know, attraction is, is good, but you know, you also gotta, you know, be attracted to them, you know, spiritually and, and all that stuff that really, you know, emotionally attracts you to the person. But, um, I mean, it's, it's easy to say, oh, well, man, that person's good looking. So with, you know, and, and then you're attracted to them, but you don't. So, so in this so-called generation now that, like I said, everything is always at your fingertips and it's so fast to, right. you know, yeah. to see something. Cause now everything nowadays is so visual of dating, of swiping of it's, you know, that first instinct of, am I attracted to somebody or not? Do you find that dating now is more difficult than when you dated since, you know, you met your, you met and married your high school sweetheart. So do you find now that with everything being so fully accessible and how quick it is that it's 
it's really difficult to find the other deeper connections. I do. I really do. Because now at the, like you said, the fingertips, it's, it's at, you know, internet, you know, you got dating sites, you got, you know, all these other different sites, you know, and yeah, you might find them attractive, but you don't actually know the person, you know? So, I mean, we will kind of laugh at this and bring a little bit of humor into this topic. Um, a lot of people call TikTok, um, you know, dating talk or something like that. So, I mean, I'm the first to admit I met my relationship on TikTok of all places. So I didn't really know the person, but like you said, it's, it's hard to really know who a person is because you're just going on the surface. So that kind of leads me into the next question of, um, now, especially, do you find that it's easier to date those who have been through a divorce and kind of know what you're going through emotionally and mentally? Or do you find it's easier from a male's point of view? Because like I said, the next episode, we're going to have a female's point of view on this topic. Do you find that it's just easier maybe to date somebody who's single that maybe can kind of get you out of that mindset of starting over? How do you feel about that? I think it would be a lot easier to date somebody that has been through this that been that has been through a divorce and that has kids they understand you know um but to go and date somebody that has never you know the single and i mean just that's never been married and it I find it kind of hard for them to understand, more harder for them to understand. And and don't get me wrong, too, because there are some people that I've been with that they, they've been married before, but they don't understand what I've been through, though. Right, because every journey is completely different, right. so your outcomes are going to be different. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and... You know, I don't get that that saying, well, I understand whenever I explain something to somebody and and they look at me and they say, well, I understand. I understand. It's like, no, you don't. Okay, yeah, I think I've said that a few times to you for advice on the phone. So I apologize about that. Oh, no. (laughs) But um, but no, it's like when when you're with somebody and you know, when, when they have been through some things that they can't, you know, bear, it, it, it should, it's, it's hard to understand. And they try to vent and, you know, it's much harder to, to, I think, date somebody that hasn't been married. I think it's yeah, I, I much harder to date somebody that has been married. So talking about difficulty and a divorce, a lot of times and in a lot of scenarios now, um, it's not just about you and moving on and learning a new routine and, and kind of learning a new normal, so to speak. If you have children, that throws in a completely separate curveball because yeah. it's something that you have to kind of explain to them and work through them no matter the age. I mean, I come from a family that my parents were divorced. My mom got remarried and then got a divorce again. So I've kind of been through it. Um, so when it comes to topics of, of children, like what is your biggest advice for those who 
are going through this and maybe they just, they don't know how to maybe come down to the child's level, explain because they feel guilty or like, how do you, how do you go about that? Like, when do you, when do you kind of introduce, let's say like a new partner to your children and, and how do you kind of navigate the feelings of your children with divorce? Well, I mean, the children are going to go through the divorce as long, you know, with you and, and with, you know, the parents and they're going to take it hard, just as hard as you do. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of hard to speak for a, a child or, you know, to say what they feel, but it, it is hard on them. And, um, as far as, you know, like, dating somebody else that that doesn't have kids or that does have kids um and introducing you know your kids to the other person your significant other such as you know your girlfriend or boyfriend whichever it may be you know that's i would say i I would give it at least, see, I, okay, I, I have a girlfriend and I'm living with her and I met her back in May of last year. She didn't meet my kids till December of last year. And that's a, quite a big gap, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it's scary. It's a scary thought, you know, as a guy's standpoint, you know, for somebody else to meet the kids because, you know, you don't want to confuse them. You don't want to put them in an awkward place, position, you know, but on the other hand, I think it's good because my ex, she, this is on her side. <laughs> she, um, you could probably edit this out. <laughs> she introduced, introduced the kids to him like really quick. So we're doing, a, like I said, a male and a female perspective on this. So yeah. do you feel that there's kind of a, I don't want to say a, a stigma, so to speak, but I mean, a lot of times it's, it's really difficult because I feel like a lot of fathers, especially in the United States and other countries, they fight for a lot of rights and to get custody and stuff of their children. So I feel like a lot of times it's not of any fault of either party, but a lot of times that, you know, maybe the mother has the children a little bit more in the beginning due to anything custody or whatever. And like I said, we won't get anything too personal, but do you feel that that also might be to play because of the stigmas of society? Like, do you feel that, you know, maybe you as a male were a little bit more cautious and more slow of introducing because you were on the receiving end. So when we say that, it basically means like you were the one that received the filing. You were the one that um, got the information. So do you feel that kind of might be to play of possibly you maybe moved on at a different rate or a different speed than she did? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. That's always, I mean, that's always important because like I said, that's why we're kind of doing the two separate 
the two separate kind of points of view is because you as a male, you're on the receiving end. And on the next episode for the female, they were actually the one that decided that they were ready to move on and end the divorce. So it's kind of why we're doing both parts for both perspectives. So, you know, it's, it's kind of good to know. Yeah. Um, I really think that it made me move on slower. Okay. You know, um, as far as the kids, you know, mm-hmm. producing the kids to the, you know, my girlfriend, but, um, but yeah, it, it, it does, it, it's a lot different. I mean, you know, like I said, it, it, you know, it breaks you down. It, I mean, there's so many talks that, you know, it gets to the point to where I have to, I'm thinking about just going and, you know, talking to a, you know, a specialist or something, you know, but, but thank God I have friends, you know. Right. Um, and that that's really good to bring up because I think yeah. from you stating that and, you know, we I do a lot on social media and TikTok and, and Instagram talking about mental health. And it's really important that if people don't feel that they can handle a situation, a scenario, anything on their own, it's important to have not only a support system, but like you said, that's, that's very commendable that you're able to sit and say, yeah, maybe I do need to talk to somebody or get an outside point of view that might help me to better myself in this. So that's, that's amazing to hear you say that. Yeah. And you know, the anxiety and stress and everything that, that I, that I've went through, you know, it, it hurts, you know, there are so many times that I've broken down and just, you know, I can't, you know, I can't even listen to a song, drive by a street, you know, and, and not break down because, oh, we've been there. We listen to this. And then, you know, for at the end, just in a snap of a finger, you know, it, it it's really bad. It, 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 it hurts. You know, I can't even listen to my wedding song anymore and that's a country song (laughs) and we know that kyle's in texas so he loves some country (laughs) yeah i do (laughs) i'm i'm glad you brought that up because i feel like again there's such a stigma that you know men are to be these strong and show no feelings and show no emotion so just because a relationship and the marriage is over does not mean that that is the end of the book. It's the end of a chapter, but it also doesn't mean on the opposite side of that spectrum that your feelings or your memories stop. So, I mean, I think that is important that we bring up that it's okay to have feelings. It's okay to not be okay and realize that this is such a monumental process in your life that it's okay to to feel those feelings and, and work through those. Yeah. And like you said, it's the end of the chapter. You just got to turn the page. And that's so, so with your new chapter, so to speak, um, what do you find or what do you look for? Like what is most important in your new partner? What do you, what do you want to find in a new part? Like what's important when you're kind of out there, so to speak, looking like what, what matters to you now most? (laughs) You know, that, that's a good question. You know, I um I want something different, but there's so many similarities 
that just take my mind back to when, you know, I was married. And, you know, it, it just, but I want something different. And it's hard to keep your mind off of that and out of that because you're trying to start something new with somebody else. And that's, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing, the biggest challenge that I have to deal with is trying to keep your mind out of, out of that relationship that you had for so long and try to start a new one, you know, and just create different memories and, you know, different goals and, you know, just, just have a different life. You know, it, it's just, it, it's, it's really hard and it's challenging. So since you've been through the divorce process and it's been a pretty good amount of time, I'm going to ask kind of a personal question. And I know across the board, this is going to be different for everyone. Um, do you believe in marriage? Do you believe in possibly getting married again? Oh, man. Me, myself, I told my girlfriend I was not going to get married ever again. And she's on board with that. And I told her before I even got with her, I was not going to get married again. And I even told my ex, I said, hey, if we ever split up, get divorced, anything, I'm never getting married again. And... Do I believe in remarrying? Yes. And that's, that's okay. You know, but for me, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it because I believe you have one love, one marriage and one life. I mean, that's, that's your best friend. You marry your best friend. I mean, it, it, when that's gone, that's that's it. You know, it, it, it's the trust issue too. You know. So at this point, in where you're at in your journey, because all of this truly is a journey, and we're all kind of just navigating our way through. If there's somebody, if there's a listener right now that's just getting into this kind of process and they just feel like they're at the bottom and they don't know what to do and they don't know where to turn. And they, this is just so unexpected for them because everything that they've known for a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years, 50 years, this is all they've known. What advice would you give somebody right now that's listening that just does not know what to do or what comes next? Just keep your head up, stay strong, you know, always turn to your friends, family, they're always going to be there for you. Um, you know, never look down. You can't walk looking down. You got to look straight ahead and you got to pay attention, you know, because there's always going to be somebody out there that's looking out for you. You know, it. there's always going to be somebody out there better also. Um, well, not necessarily better, but you know, there's, there's going to be somebody out there. Right. Absolutely. 
Well, Kyle, I really appreciate you coming on and being a guest, especially just being so vulnerable and so personal and talking about something that, like I said, a lot of people don't really talk about, whether it's the guilt behind the reasoning of why they separated, they're not really sure the next avenue, how to navigate their life at this point. So again, I really appreciate you coming on and kind of talking with me. And I hope maybe this episode podcast helped a listener Um, If there's anyone that is listening and you don't really have a good um, support system, you're not really close with family, you just feel alone, especially going through all of this, um, please know there is a text. You can text the word home to 741741 from anywhere in the United States at any time. This is actually a crisis text line, but they're here with a live trained crisis counselor. They receive the text and they respond all from a secure online platform. It's a volunteer crisis counselor and they will help you move from what they call a hot moment to a cool moment. So again, if you're going through a moment, if you're going through a situation and you don't have anyone to turn to, Or maybe you just don't want to turn to your support system because you're embarrassed by maybe information that you just are not comfortable sharing. Remember, you can go ahead and text the word HOME to 741741 from anywhere in the United States and you will get a text response back. Again, Kyle, thank you so much for joining. I cannot thank you enough. And I... I'm really excited to see where this next journey and where this next adventure takes you because I know that you're just going to be fantastic. Oh, well... Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. And guys, make sure you tune in to the very next episode. We're going to kind of talk about the same topics, but we're going to have a female that's actually on the other side of the spectrum so we can kind of pick her brain. And maybe you're going through it. Maybe you're not, but maybe it can help you. Thanks again so much for coming on, Kyle. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and spending your time hanging out. Hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast and a special thank you to all our sponsors. Make sure to check them out. If you have any tips or topics, feel free to email me at littlebitoflifecast at gmail.com or you can also reach out to me on Instagram at littlecute1az. You never know if your topic will be next. Be sure to join me again for another episode of Little Bit of Life. Until next time, stay positive, stay blessed.